Warning, this podcast contains explicit language, themes of a sexual nature and spoilers about something you've probably not seen yet. You've been warned. I'm starting to talk and apparently talking is what I'm doing. Right. You're about to belch and you're about to... Talk, 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 talk is good. No, I'm going for a week. I love a beer. I have that one off as well. No, yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got one planted in. I didn't say I'd like a beer, I just said I like a beer. I like a beer. <laughs> I like it to be. Do you? I like it to be very much. I have no idea what God, I'm talking about. He's pissing like a champ there, isn't he? I know, it's just draining that weasel. Draining that weasel. Well, look at his Bobby Heen weasel. I saw weasel. a picture of Bobby Heen today. Yeah. Wow, man. If everyone wants to stop smoking. How, <laughs> old, how old is he now? He like must be like 85. Yeah, it's like an Instagram account called 80s Wrestling Picks, and I showed a picture of him with Jake the Snake Roberts the other week, and I went, holy. Can I bring a beer in? Yeah, that's one of them. Wonderful. Anyway, I'm not going to chat. So we're, we're talking, and what are we talking about? I do we I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about the thing we were talking about earlier. That's not my beer, that's really warm. Oh, hell. Nobody likes to see that happen. You better go and find I your beer. I brought in a cold beer. No, it'll be out there. Yeah, and I didn't drink that much from the kitchen to here. Is that Chris's it beer? It could well have been me Did you pick up the my, wrong way. Did you pick oh, up my beer, you cheeky oh, fuck? You cross the streams oh, and everything. God. I've already crossed the street with my job. You offered that bit of me as well. And yeah. I've gone, no, I've got a bit. Stop offering it around. Come here. Friday Night Beer Club Podcast. Mm. Hey boys and girls and welcome to episode 16 of the Friday Night Beer Club. So again, we have no Simo. He's left us because he just fucked up his calendar dates really. No, it's, good. it's because he hates us. <laughs> oh no, he, he won't meet you in a bar. He it's hates me. It, in the same bar at the same time. And it's he because he, he hates Ben. He saw him in a bar the other night and didn't even <laughs> make the effort to walk down the length of the bar to say hello. He just texted him saying, I saw you. I've left <laughs> no, now. He, he said it's in a WhatsApp Literally group. 20 <laughs> feet. Yeah. <laughs> he said it's in the WhatsApp You ain't group. worth 20 foot to him. I'm not worth 20 foot. He is 20 foot. <laughs> he, yeah, his cock could have said hello for fuck's <laughs> sake. Touch on the shoulder. <laughs> Worst thing is, he rang me to say he was there. What a wanker. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that is he went, his... He went, Ben's in the bar. I ain't saying shit. I'm pretty sure that is his cop that chased the Millennium Falcon out of the asteroid. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> his cock's so big it has a mouth. His cock's like... He goes, mouth, mouth. Millennium Falcon's <laughs> fall down his chapside. His cock's so big, he's got a postcode. Yes. So anyway, after the last episode when we watched the awesome trailer with Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds for The Hitman's Bodyguard, we're all feeling a little bit Samuel L. Jackson today. So I'm your host, Wyatt, and I'm joined by Chris. In English, motherfucker! Next to him is Ben. Hello, motherfucker! And then, I'm pretty sure you're going to guess who's next. If it's not Simo, and we're talking about Samuel L. Jackson, we're joined by Pete. Well, I'm a bit worried about the level of trepidation and expectation from my greeting. Bitch! Let's have a quick count. Hands up. Well, not hands up, because you can't fucking see <laughs> hands on a podcast. 
Right, so very quickly, Marvel have their Netflix TV shows. So everyone's seen Daredevil season one, season two? Yes. Yeah. Affirmative. Who has seen Jessica Jones? I have. Yeah. I so three of us, no Chris. Um, who has seen Luke Cage? Yep. Two three, episodes. Three of us and Benson a bit. And who's seen uh, Iron Fist? I have. No. Yes. Okay, three of us and no Ben. All right, so Ben, are you happy with some spoilers? Yes. Good. <laughs> Well done. No worries. Um, right. Should we start with Luke Cage or Iron Fist? Because we've talked about Daredevil at length. Um, we've talked a bit about Jessica Jones. Quite happy with Daredevil. Season two wasn't as good as one. Uh, just... No, what? Sorry, it just popped in my head. No, I'll talk about it later. Cock. And uh, personally, Jessica Jones, I enjoyed. And I thought Kilgrave, David Tennant was fucking brilliant. Excellent villain. Yes. Yeah. It's great moments, and Chris, you really need to go and watch it. Uh, no, I, thought, I thought you'd beat up your alley uh, being a female-led. I have. Show. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I think it was. It, didn't it come on at Christmas or something last year? And I just just didn't I get around to it. Yeah, it just it was Christmas, and I just didn't get around to it's it. It's actually one of the best Marvel villains mm-hmm. that that they've been on film or on TV. Um, he's yeah. such a good villain. Yeah, really well, midway well, through, it, I, I was literally like. What's the time? Can we watch another one? Yeah. Because I, I, there was kind of like, that's finished. It was seeing I'll, him... I'll, the Daredevil effect. Another one on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was seeing him, the power he had, like with uh, the scene, I think it's the dinner scene where he's got the two uh, house staff. Yes. And he just gets them to hold knives against themselves or something like that and uh, can just control people. But he's just so infatuated in love with Jess Jones. He's doing everything for her and it just pulls out his weaknesses at times. But... The power that he has is just brilliant. Um, yes, and it's a very it's a how most should be that a character physically so strong is fighting someone mentally so strong, and not to bring it up really, but Superman Lex Luthor that kind of dynamic, um, yeah, brains versus brawn, because there's no point having uh, two really strong people like Zod and Superman fighting because it just there's no turns into a punch fest. There's no, yes, yeah, no, there's no real end point to it. Um, but anyway. Happy with those. Luke Cage. <clears throat> 13 episodes. The first six, I think, are some of the best that have been mm. on a Marvel show. I so, really I'm, I've, I've, like them. I've only seen the first two so far. And the reason I've only seen the first two so far is because I am not drawn back to it at all. It's a hard... It, if, if, I, if I go through it, it's going to be a slog. I, and I felt bored through a lot of it. I think the acting's good. I think I like I like the soundtrack to it, and I, and it looks good. But there's just something about it that seriously bores me. The it's, first couple are a bit of a slog, but then that sort of story arc kicks into gear. And you know, as I've well communicated to everybody, just what you know, I don't know if I'm preempting it, but it's mm-hmm. you know, watch that first seven episodes, and you can safely turn it off and not bother watching the rest. Yeah, definitely. Um, Do you like gangster? Films. Love gangster films. Or black exploitation yeah. stuff. Say, love I, it. I'd, yeah, I'd say the, the, the gangster tones and the black exploitation stuff, there's um a scene that you won't have got to yet where uh Cottonmouth is holding a bazooka and then the soundtrack the, the sounds that kick in and that it is something straight out of uh seventies. I'm gonna get you yeah, yeah, yeah. sucker and stuff like that. And it's but it's not it's not constant all the way through no. it. It's, the gangster element is brilliant. The guy who plays Cottonmouth, Cottonmouth is, is superb. Mm. He, I mean, he was in 
I watched Moonlight recently. Mm. And he's he's amazing yeah. in that one, best actor or best supporting well, actor, Cotton, or whatever it was. Cottonmouth is up there in top five Marvel villains. Mm. Yeah, for me, I think. Was he in Boardwalk Empire? He's also in House of Cards. Know. If you watch that, he's in House. That's where I knew him from. House of Cards. He 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 was brilliant in it. Um, he again, it was a Luke Cage character that's really strong, invincible, fighting someone that's street smarts and smart. Uh, uh, yeah, and it, it was and it was perfect, and yeah. it was that whole the way it sort of played it. Now, this is where the spoilers come in for Ben. Yeah, and he probably got a good idea of what's going to happen come episode six or episode seven, seven if we're tapping over Cottonmouth. Yeah, he's going to be gone. Now, he has a cousin, Mar- uh, yeah, Mariah. Yeah, the, the, um, the one they keep referring to. She's the, the governor the or whatever it is, yeah, or so mayor or whatever. The one they keep referring to in the background. The politician. His cousin, who uh, probably gets <laughs> a bit too much screen time. Um, and you've got Shades who is uh, the guy that wears shades. The one who was in prison with Luke yes, Cage. who was in prison yeah. with him and doesn't remember him Weird that. to start with. Um, so basically, she kills Cottonmouth. Hmm. Now, you might... I don't know if you've heard of uh, Diamond Head. Diamondback. Diamondback. Diamondback, Diamond Head? It's Diamondback. 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 Diamond he is about. the villain in the background that right. is... Oh, yeah, shades, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shades, that's, who, that's who sent Shades, is working sent shades to... So this is the big bad. Now, I'm thinking, Cottonmouth, if he's just a halfway step, fucking brilliant, we're going to get this badass fucking, I mean, I'm wanting fucking Denzel Washington to turn up training day style, fucking King Kong motherfucker to turn up. No! We get the worst fucking villain. A caricature that wouldn't be fucking far out of place in The Running Man. He's oh, so bad. He's awful. And to fight Luke Cage at the end, <laughs> they give him this costume <laughs> that can absorb his punches. Oh, can't, so... even, like, can't even physically move him with a punch. No, because he's got a mini jetpack on. It, and he's got this fucking helmet that is the same <laughs> as the helmet from fucking Diggle has in Arrow <laughs> okay. to fight fucking Luke Cage. And then... It was the it, watching that final fight was watching like watching Bridget Jones' diary with fucking Colin Firth and right. Hugh Grant <laughs> so out so in the street. Yeah, the p- oh. penultimate episode all gears up to this final standing battle. And you're like, okay, well, come on, it's the final episode. This is going to be awesome. And that literally fights over him in the first two it's minutes of the final episode. Awful with his jetpack and he crumples it up. Oh god, <laughs> so oh. bad. Um. They had, they could have done so much, but if they were, if they want to kill off Cottonmouth, fine, okay. But you've got to make that second half live up to the first half. You could have really taken a character like Shades. Now they've already shown how Luke Cage was created, yeah. so they could have put Shades through the same process and made him a Bane type character to slog off that way. If they're going yeah. to go like that, yeah. and then have um, his cousin just be the brains of it. And her really come into her own and show she was smarter than Cottonmouth. Mm. No, she wasn't smarter than Cottonmouth. She was just fucking an emotional prick that got mm. angry and pushed him out of a window and killed him. And then just, it was just her falling to pieces after that. Her trying to get out, but Diamondback just walks in with his big grin and he's just making a joke out of everything. And everyone talks to each other in arguments in that fucking last half. They're all just putting each other down and just hating each other. I mean, they told you. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I told you a lot. It jumps the shark about a couple of episodes before the end. And I said, I literally haven't watched anything and went, do you know what? I don't think there's any more fucking point in me watching this. But the fact that I've watched 10 of them and there's only three left, I, I suppose I might as well just get to the end now because I've come this far. Mm. I, you know, like, you know, you, you, Pete said, yeah. should I just watch one more? I was always like, I almost feel that I have to finish this now because through. I've got, I've come so far, it would be stupid not to finish it. But uh, please explain the jump the shark moment. Why? Oh, really fucking angry. <laughs> right. So um, I don't know if it's to connect with the kids or to make people like it's it a bit more. Soundtrack. But they it, did the soundtrack. Yeah, it's just like okay, we need someone to do good tunes in the in in the show. So obviously, when they arranged with this artist, he's got a kind of couple of requests that he'd like. So Luke Cage just happens to be wandering into a convenience store and then there's a, a crime going down. So then Luke Cage sorts that out and then the two customers... No, Method Man gets mugged. That's it. Method and Method Man, Man gets just watching and swaps jackets with him. Then Method Man goes on the radio so they can all advertise fucking Beats by Dre because they're all sat there with the fucking headphones on. Camera zooms in on the headphones so they get that. It's shit. And he, does, and he does a little rap about Luke Cage. You think <laughs> if there's people out there that get pissed, pissed off with Stan Lee turning up in shit, fucking hell, when Method Man turns up, <laughs> it might as well have been like Jay and Silent Bob strikes back, Luke Cage just turns to the camera and goes, hey kids, it's Method Man. Yes. <laughs> no! It, and he's like, Luke Cage, you're the shit, you're keeping the streets up. Fuck off! It literally, I, I just at that point just went, oh, fucking hell. Mm. But 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 because it, they drop that in so near the end, if you didn't know about this, not the, you, you think oh, I just went this. Show, I, I remember I messaged you that on the WhatsApp group. Went this show has just jumped the fucking shark, and no one will like, obviously it's taken time for everybody to watch it. Mm. Um, but my gosh, yes. But like, it's, it's just, and it's also a moment. So then, like Method Man turns up, he swaps jackets with Luke Cage, and he's got Luke Cage's hoodie on that's got all bullet holes in it. And he's showing it off to his radio crew so then they can um, talk about Luke Cage and spread the word to the city of how good good. Luke... Because everyone's hating Luke Cage at the moment. He's being set up in a really lame fucking way. Because if he wanted, Luke Cage could just beat the fuck out of everyone and just kill all the bad guys. But he's struggling with his fucking conscience of he doesn't want to use these fists. He doesn't want to do all that. It's not his fight. He just wants to run away. But now he's got to stay because fucking Claire turns up and she's a fucking manipulative bitch just leave everyone alone go home and just sit there listen to your mum you're the one that's fucking telling people to go and fight fuck she's, off she's, she's lost her mum by Iron Fist <laughs> all her mum cares about is her fucking car anyway but, <laughs> and then it's just and that car doesn't last very long no, no, don't fuck my car up oh, this car's getting fucked up <laughs> but and, and then on the radio show they're like right and now we're contractually obliged to let Method Man do a rap. So then we've got to have a fucking Method Man rap about Luke Cage. Oh, that's a good two and a half minutes. It's like a two and a half minute montage. So proper, uh, yeah, so Amazing. Method Man's in the fucking meeting with the producers. And he's like, right, I want a scene in a shop with Luke Cage. We swap jackets and then I want to rap about it. And uh, my friend Andre makes these headphones. Could I wear some of them and get everyone else to wear them? Because we probably need to boost the sales. In all, in all due respect, you know, the, the album, the actual official soundtrack, stems to about 50 tracks. And the majority of the tracks on that are really, really good. Mm. Um, you know, but hey, it's... First, as I said to everyone, watch the first seven episodes of Luke Cage. It's actually really great. And I then thought. stop. 
and then just go end of story. Luke Cage lives happily ever after. Cotton mouth doesn't. He's, he's going to go meet. He's going to go meet his mate Iron Fist. It just, which, which, which it, messes, about. it messes up with the premise. The whole good conflict, particularly with Cottonmouth, is yeah, Luke Cage could beat him to a pulp, but because he's this pillar of the community, beating him with his fists ain't going to get the job done. So just taking him out. So that's because he's got all these powers and because he's bulletproof. Essentially, it's the whole bulletproof. Being bulletproof isn't enough. You you've got to affect everybody's mindset that's how you're going to get rid of him so you sat there and invested the whole way it's like well eventually he's going to expose Cottonmouth for what he is and the community and this is where I thought they were going with it Mm. the community will reject him so he will rather than solving it with his fist which he can do and there's good scenes but he will basically inspire the community to reject this gangster and that's where I thought it was going so then when he went you're like oh what they're going to do now and that's what they did. And you're like, I think they oh, sacrificed him weak. for a big finale that just didn't pay off. The, th- the things I liked about Cottonmouth was he was that typical gangster character that, whilst he was a bad guy, the, 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 the good guys that the weren't on his side necessarily, the ones he grew up with, he had the respect for that he wouldn't touch them. And then when something happens... Yeah, there's a backstory which in the barber shop. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, so when the explosion happens, oh, I've not seen the explosion. All I've seen is pop, pop getting shot up and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, So yeah, pop getting shot up. Um, Although I figured out that there was an explosion. Oh, from the rubble. Yeah, yeah. But pop's getting shot. Yeah, that was he was upset and hurt. He was never. That was never a plan Mm. from. Yeah, yeah, I I love that about. I mean, I mean, moving on, which we which we should do. I probably need to take a breath before we move on, but. I'll let no. Round two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you want to stop? That's no, 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 no. No, I was going to say. Um, no, moving on. Heart calm down. You know, Iron Fist. <laughs> it got a lot of hate, and I, I thought, oh, okay, maybe this is the straw that's broken the camel's back in terms of these like kind of TV shows. So I watched the first few. Okay, it's a bit slow. Again, like with with all of them. Mm. But I didn't actually think it was that bad. Like I thought it was. Imminently watchable, um, and I'd, I guess my issue with it is it's not very believable as an all-seeing, all-doing kick-ass. And I mean, that first in the first episode where there's the uh, where he jumps over—is it in the first or second episode? Where he jumps, jumps over, over the, the car, taxi. <laughs> so yeah. fake and so shit. I was like, oh god, okay. But I was, I was sort of, in, I was sort of intrigued the way it goes. And then I think what happens is, spoiler. Do you mind being sport about it? No. Is we suddenly kick on to is it Madame Wu from Daredevil? All right. She suddenly makes her appearance, and then suddenly we go off in the whole story of him fighting the hand, which is fine actually, and it almost goes into a bit. I think is it, is it about midway through where it has the game of death. That's the episode shot by Raza, isn't it, from Wu Tang Clan, where he has to go through all the fight, all the different. Yeah, people from um, yeah. Well, he basically hand. has to do an episode of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, or as I said, it reminded me of Game of Death, the final Bruce Lee movie, yeah. the mm. hack job of the final Bruce Lee movie. The, the yeah, the film that contained half of Bruce Lee and half of some guy who looked nothing like Bruce Lee dressed in yeah. Bruce Lee's clothes. But anyway, you've got to Jeff that point. <laughs> he got to that point, and he defeated you know he defeated them all, and he gets screwed over, and then we shot into a completely different direction with that as well, didn't we? Mm. Ever so yeah. slightly with the new leader of the hand. He was actually his friend and right. holy revelations, Batman. And then it sort of descended into a, well, we can't do that as well because we've been talking about this other character, the 
dad has been dead for donkey's years. He's actually still alive. <laughs> yeah, well, look, you 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 liked it, um, and so while we're on that kind of note, let's um, <laughs> let's just defend it a little bit. No, 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 I don't. We, mean, I don't. No, I don't no, I'm just going to say, like, out of all of the shows, this one was rushed. So the other shows had time to plan, whereas. From what we've learned, that um, the Game of Thrones actor, I can't remember what his name is. British bloke. Begins with an F. Um, Finn or something like that. He was learning the fight scenes 15 minutes before shooting. Okay. So, you know, it was a, it was, may not necessarily be it his fault the as such. It corridor trope, it didn't it? Which just... is like, there was a corridor fight, because there always has to be a corridor yeah. fight in these shows. But it, it, right, it was rushed, and it just felt like they used it as a platform as Marvel has done with some of his movies, to set up for the Defenders. Mm. Think, so, in its defence, that was probably where a lot of the... I think... I think what, I'm thinking... What, sorry, I didn't mean to... Uh, is that the first two or three episodes could have been edited down into one. They yeah, spent a lot of time fanning around where there's lots of scenes where I, I was... Because I... I was in Birmingham for a week, so I just Joel broke my daughter's Kindle and chucked everything on it uh, to be able to, to to watch it. And I just felt, do you know what? A lot of this, I could literally look away for about ten, fifteen minutes, and I could still know completely what's going on here. I'm not missing anything. I'm not missing any key scenes or anything like that. Um, so I'm leaning and looking at Pete. Pete's no, I on, think I think we're both just giving you not enough rope to hang yourself, but <laughs> no, no. close if. To that, if you are, if you say that you could look away and still know what was going on, I would probably say that you are in a minority to know what the fuck was going on. Even Danny, and by the way, Danny Rand, if I have to fucking hear that name one more time. But what about Danny? But what about Danny? Danny Rand. Danny, everyone just calls him Danny Rand. Danny Rand's just going around going, I'm Danny Rand. I'm Danny Rand. Yeah. I'm Danny Rand. The Iron Fist. Shut up. <laughs> if you want something positive, the best I can do is of all this the Netflix bit. Marvel things I've ever seen. This is by far the most recent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice the thing? Because that's fucking it. It was shit. No, I can. I can. No rubbish. That's right. Any good bits? One good bit I liked was the drunken master he had to fight. Yeah, I enjoyed the drunken master. Awesome. I'd liked Colleen. But that was China. We want to quickly go to China. And China looks like New York. <laughs> but okay, so let's just walk through it quickly. Um, Danny Rand, the least convincing martial artist ever. ever. One fight scene for like a minute was shown to have 56 cuts in it. So there was no Daredevil style fight scene with one camera. It was just choppy, choppy, choppy. You couldn't even see him hitting people half the time. It was just spinning around. It just looks like a fucking bunch of drunk hobos. And it dropped acid and then went, let's yeah. cut this well, shit it, up. It was just because they, it was so rushed and poorly planned. Right. Um, he is the least convincing Iron Fist because everyone he came across could kick his ass. Mm. Everyone. He barely used that fucking Iron Fist for any good. Yeah, I no. think he, he bust open a door, bust open a wall. Um, <laughs> bust he, open a truck. Inanimate object fist. Yeah. <laughs> and then, right, and this is, okay, I think it suffers because Arrow was there first. 
Arrow is it's very similar to the beats of the first season of Arrow. Yeah. Oh, well, has, he's a rich kid who's... He's a rich kid who his parents were killed when they were travelling. He then spent 15 years on an island, or 15 years in this mystical place that only appears once his anus and the sun lines up that no one can fucking find. <laughs> um, he spends all that time mastering his chi and martial arts so he can fight a dragon to then fight the hand... His sole purpose is to defeat, defend and defeat the hand. Yes. Um, spends all that time doing that. Then he comes back. And it's shit. Right, he's been away 15 years. He's fucking already got himself an iPod. No, he's had the iPod. That's from the plane crash. But he's not, he's not, there's no fish. How did he charge the fucking thing? There's no fish. With the his G. <laughs> No, he obviously sold his fucking shoes to get a fucking charger for it. <laughs> With an extension lead that was 36 miles fucking long. But there's no he did the Mr. Miyagi hand rub to make his hand static. He must have had some on. sort of fucking Wi-Fi in the mystical place to stay up to date with modern technology. Because there's no fish out of water moment at all. He's not confused by anything. He, he's well up to date with fucking Apple Pay and all that cocking stuff. <laughs> he turns up, tries to convince everyone he's Danny Rand. No one believes him. So we spend three episodes of him just saying, I'm Danny Rand. I'm Danny Rand. I'm oh, honestly, Rand. am. Please no, believe you're... me. I'm no, Danny and Rand. before you know it, people from a high-ranking company, just ex- executive businessmen, have managed to put him into a mental asylum. Right? And, uh, because and they... then they spend three episodes because he's going, "I'm Danny Rand. I'm Danny Rand." They then spend the rest of the time for the scenes he's not in, going, "What about Danny? But what about Danny? What about Danny? What I don't he... fucking care. He's shit." And okay, throughout the entire season, they were like. Does anyone know who the bad guy is? No, we don't. Um, well, we've got the guy that we think was dead, but he's actually hiding in a penthouse and he's still alive in the city, but he's made a deal with that hand that he's not allowed to see his daughter or anyone else in return for doing work for them. But every time you kill him, he'll come back slightly so more then, psycho. Yeah. And so it's very much like um, White Canary kind of, I've died and come back. That's but once you come back from the other side... You're not the same. That's not my dad. That's someone in my dad's body kind of crap. And it's like, should we make him the bad guy? No, let's make him a good guy for a bit. And he's on Danny's side. And you start to think, okay, he's genuinely um, with Danny. So we'll bring Madame Gow in. Where the fuck does she come from? She's just walking around with a stick, just spikes one guy in the back of the head once. Um, And then the hand come into it. And then I think there's fucking someone else towards the end. Um, no, what was his name? The the Wade. The, the foot. What's the oh, fucking son's Wade name? Wade Wilson. No, the no. He name. was always pushed as like the sort of like the person you thought was going to be the bad guy all the way through. And I had to text you at one point. And I said, "Where's he gone? He I mean, just went, disappeared. He went, didn't he? Yeah. He went, tried to do a runner two two episodes and then comes back and he's now addicted to drugs. And then he's like, like no, now I'm Team Danny. Let's take down the hand. Um, they meet Colleen, who is a martial arts teacher, who just so happens to be giving martial arts lessons to Claire. Yes. She needs to fuck off. And their lawyer is thingy from the Matrix, who's in all of them. Oh, she was she's big big part in Jess Jones. Yeah. yeah. Huge um, part in Jess Jones. You need yeah. to watch oh okay, Jess so Jones. I missed that, but she just yeah. randomly has turned up as their lawyer mm. to um, represent Danny Rand. <laughs> but I don't think Danny Rand what was his purpose? I don't think he knew. There wasn't one. I can do you a solid, Ben. I can save you thirteen episodes, right? No, I'm not gonna watch it. Right? Starts off that for some reason in this monastery everybody must have been sick that week because he goes to fight this fucking dragon in the cave and apparently he's the only one that can get the job done. But he's not ready yet. 
Then he spends the next 13 episodes not being ready yet. They even end the season with, I'm not ready yet, so I better go back to the mystery fucking village that I ran away from. He goes back to the mystery village, and the mystery village has fucking disappeared. Zero character arc. None. Oh, he is shit. Then also, he's supposed to be this martial arts fucking expert. He loses his rag faster than I'm losing my rag now, talking about him losing his fucking rag. It's like the inception of losing your rag. Anything anybody says to him, he fucking flips out and throws things off tables. I was even sat with my wife watching, she's going, for a master, a master of martial arts, he sure does flip out a lot. I was like, you're damn fucking right he does. Because he's shit. That's all the whole series is crap. Any of the supposed twists are coming a country mile off. Oh. They go to this camp and they go, oh, they're all training. And all the kids that they're training, I just sat there and went, so they're actually the fucking hand then. <laughs> and then next episode, oh, but they're the hand. Yes, I know. You signposted it, you fucking They nod. gave it away by saying, Every Colleen saying, I've got somewhere safe for you to hide. Was no, you haven't. That's not going to be safe at garbage. all. Garbage. Let's hide with these ninjas. And then you think it's going to get better. You think it's going to get better. Like, um, when we started watching it, and to be fair to Chris, he didn't got all the way through. He's like, get to episode six, it gets better. No, it gets better for episode six. That's your lot. Because it goes back to him being a whiny bitch for the entire fucking season. You don't like him. You don't care about him. He develops nothing. And by the end of the season, absolutely nothing is resolved whatsoever. Mm. In the second or third episode, yeah, he weird. uses his fucking fist, punches a fucking door. as like, oh, hey, here we go. No, 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 because it only works when he can charge his chi. Yeah. They specifically have an episode where he meets Matey Boy from the hand, teaches him to charge his chi, but he seems to forget that for the next five fucking episodes. At the last episode, I said, he better punch a fucking bullet or I'm turning it off. Peter's gone big. And he did. Now. He punched a bullet, and that was cool. He also did another punchy thing, and that was cool. Have you noticed? It still that, meant fuck all. Have you noticed where he had his fight? Was the same place as uh, John Wick. <laughs> Just you know the uh, bit in New York. All the fights were rubbish. Where they have the thing where she got shot, and then in John Wick Two. Sorry, uh, I've seen not seen yet. John Wick Two, so stop right there. Okay, oh. but that same little bit in New York. He has that fight with I the. Look, it's not going to make fucking Danny Rand any better, so... No, but it's... No, but what about we'll Danny? Say, we will say that. The, the, the point is... is that, I will tell, say, though, with, the, with Iron Fist, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making me get to the fucking end of that thing yeah. that was going somewhere. Oh, yeah. I, I, think I didn't realise until the end it was shit. Yeah. It was a great magic trick. Oh, like, here we go, here we go, here we go. No. I think we're the going thing somewhere, was, we're going somewhere. No, we're not. <laughs> no, no, we're not. No, I think what it was is they... they the, the writers thought that they were trying to leave it with a cliffhanger. The problem being is that... There wasn't a cliff! Well, there wasn't. There was no they game. just in the field. Anyway, um, the, the, the problem is that we know that that's supposed to be the leading to the defenders, isn't it? So the, the pre-knowledge is mm. there that they're all going to meet up and they're all going to do that. But it it was like... And again, as we've all mentioned this off, off mic and stuff, is that you could have done most of this in about... Four or five episodes, yep. and it would have been really tough. No, it still would have been shit. Yeah, and you could have. No, Sorry, you but could, you condense that down. You could have, like, you could have got that story into six episodes, left it with a cliffhanger, going to the defenders, and he can fuck off and go and find out what happened with his gate. And, and then it might have been a lot better. I'd have and his mate Davos that comes oh, from the tower, yeah. the leader of the Daleks. 
Oh, he's no, been he's set just... up as basically the polar opposite to the Iron Fist. I can't remember the name of the bad guy, but Silver something the, or other. The Soggy Biscuit. Yeah, the, the Silver Soggy the, Biscuit. The Soggy McGuffin. Basically, he's pissed off because Danny was chosen as the Iron Fist. Not I'm within 100 motherfucking percent. Oh, dude, that... Because everybody else can fight and he can't. It's hmm. such a stupid thing to do. Martial arts based thing and you've got a lead that... And I feel sorry for the actor because he's been absolutely shit upon <laughs> because he can't fight choreograph or anything. All of the fights were lacklustre. There were about four or five cool bits over 13 mm. episodes. You had 13 episodes to tell your story and make it cool. It's not like well, you've got 26 episodes and one or two are going to be filler. Most of it took place in a fucking boardroom. Yeah. Mm. So, but, 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 but what what do you think has happened here? Because it was rushed. Marvel Netflix started off brilliantly. They've had three. They had three seasons at the start that were all two seasons. They've just, Second season of Daredevil. It, it wasn't dipped. as good, but it was still good. Still had brilliant moments. Oh, they they, they have. So, so, so yeah. what's happened with Luke Cage and, and then and then Iron Fist? Well, no, but, has there been a change I in think, team? I think the problem is, no, I think the problem is, and this is my well, my my theory on it is. Power Man and Iron Fist, or Luke Cage and Iron Fist, have you on a knock it, were basically 70s Marvel characters written by... They were the last couple of characters written by Stan Lee, weren't they? Which was, Bruce Lee movies came out in the early 70s, and Marvel went, we want a fucking piece of the pie, and they combined it with these two characters. They had Iron Fist, and you also had Luke Cage, which they went to, like, chip into the black exploitation side of things. Mm. So they... Neither comic sold, so they put them together... And a lot of it was like Marvel team-up with Spider-Man, which a lot of it is always linked with Spider-Man helping them out in New York. And these characters have sort of stuck around and they've tried to reboot them a few times over the years with Marvel. And they thought, these are some of our weaker characters but less super-powered, which means we don't have to spend so much money on CGI that we can make into a TV show. Let's do it. And, and I, the fundamental problem is those characters are fucking weak compared to some of the main Marvel Universe. But you know, like but, you know, we said about this with things achieved in you know. Do you know what you achieved properly in that nothing, series? Nothing. Getting laid. That was it. I'd like to. Achieve and that, that was fucking weak as well because she should have been the Iron Fist. Devil should, should have been the Iron Fist. Any one of those main characters could have been the Iron Fist. Look, better than him. That, but, you Bobby know, Davos turned up and fucking like the dude in the hot dog wagon or ice cream wagon yeah. he started making um, ninja throwing stars out of tin foil yeah. and I was like ooh badass yeah. then he turns up and you think he's going to be a bad guy but he's just actually just really pissed that um, Danny fucking Rand, Rand has gone through all this Danny training Rand. and it just feels like he turned his back either that or he just done. read the fucking script and gone really and um, Davos doesn't think he deserves it, but still stands by his side and is willing to help him. But Danny Rand is a dick to him all the time, ignoring everything he says, and got wanting to go off and do his own thing. And um, half the time he can't decide if he wants Colleen with him or if he wants her to fucking. I don't think we need to spend off. too much time on this. Yeah, it's it, it's just look. The only thing I can think has gone wrong is that they tried too hard. They tried too hard to tie it in with Daredevil. He didn't work. He tried didn't. too hard to make it linked to the Defenders when they could have just gone for a, a nice cliched story and done it really well. He doesn't even wear the Danny costume. Rand, yeah, I like Danny Rand leaves um, the mystical place and comes back to New York and it turns out that New York is run by the a hand. guy, his old boss. 
in the fucking mystical land and just fight his own boss, someone that's a worthy adversary, and just <clears> take <throat> the time to do the fight scenes properly. But not be shit. But not be... Yeah, yeah just not um, be... Just don't even bother. Just don't even bother, seriously. You'll be upset with yourself that you spent 13 hours on it. Watch a couple to kind of get the feel of it, but then don't 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 push any further because you don't really need to. I don't. But, but you know, we talk about this and like different things. You know how things can be done if they condense it down. So, but it but it but it sort of links to, to other things. There's another show that's I, recently finished. I don't, I which don't, I could have, which is another comic book show which could have fucking substantially was six issues in a comic book which turned into an eighteen hour slog. Which I could fucking rant about, and I kept saying, "You know, don't worry, it's going to get good soon. 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 Trust me, it will get." Oh no! I, I, again, it was another. Sorry, show. I'm referring to our favourite zombie shuffling show. The Walking Dead did the same thing as Iron Fist. So I'm hoping that we can spread a little bit of joy with the podcast because currently the climate in the world is not fucking good. You turn on the news. But fucking shitstorm going on every fucking day. Bad things happening, mass murdering fuckheads and all that. If you're listening to this in a nuclear bunker, we're sorry. We yeah. asked Harrison Ford is still alive. <laughs> is Harrison Ford still alive? Congratulations for getting fucking Wi-Fi in a bunker. But, um, so, to lighten the mood, I want to talk about the uh, not so... Well, maybe a few weeks ago, the uh, death of Chuck Berry. A pioneer of rock and roll. Yes. Yeah, agreed. Done a yes. lot for music. Did you realise that Chuck Berry was also a ginormous fucking pervert? No, no but go on. No. Um, he settled out of court a lot of times uh, with women because he owned a restaurant and mm-hmm. uh, installed some hidden cameras into the female toilets so he could spy on them peeing and pooing and getting his jollies off like that. How do you get your jollies off? It's a with, great with guy. Johnny B. Bad. but. <laughs> Johnny be bad. <laughs> Johnny be really. Johnny be really bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's Johnny how, be wanking. That's that's how Chuck Berry <laughs> used to get his kicks was um, toilet action from ladies. Oh. Um, it's a bit like that video Simo sent us where someone paid someone a hundred quid to be shat on. Oh no, that was not good. That was really it's, bad. The ferocity like, that that came out. There's just not enough beer in the world for that to be sexy. I'm but sorry, Chuck, no. Chuck Berry. Aside from that, was yeah, he was a well, not aside from that, including that, he was a huge pervert. And then, uh, he released or didn't release, but there was a leaked sex tape of Chuck Berry. Wait, who <laughs> is this? Yes. Who was this? This is before Kim Kardashian got in on the sex tape game, was it before or after in, Paris in the 80s. Oh, he used to uh, like to hire uh, ladies, we well, we know them as prostitutes. Um, Ladies of the night perform certain escorts acts. or whatever you want to call them now. He used to um, enjoy setting up a video camera, putting a lady in the bathtub, and then spraying all his golden Chuck Berry goodness all over them. <laughs> Where, Where are we going? <laughs> Where are we going? Well, I have. Is this why the sofas are covered? I have. Um... I have a bathtub, <laughs> and now I have. Goodbye, I have... Mr. Bond. <laughs> I'm going to play you a short extract from um, the uh, three and a half minute video that is available on Good a guy, on a Google search. That was Little Richard. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> dear enough. Um, but this is this video involves a lady in a bathtub. I'm just going to play the audio because it's better if you don't. It's, it's a really crap quality sex tape. 
It's Betamax, I think. Um, oh, yeah, because I really want Ultra HD <laughs> when I see someone getting fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised that you Philistines going, oh, yeah. I ain't watching that. It's not in Ultra 4K. Break, break out the VR. <laughs> yeah. I want to see this shit properly. Oh, but I can't it, possibly watch that. Look at it. This is Chuck Berry uh, uh, stood in a rather large round bathtub with a prostitute underneath him. And uh, he shares his golden shower. It's the moment you want to pay attention to is the moment that he asks the lady to open her mouth. Oh, <laughs> If you can, just lend us your ears is and listen. I really love you. Yeah. Put your hands down on your thighs. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Go in your mouth. Oh, in your mouth. You can smell my boy. Piss on you. This one. I'm pissing all over if you missed that that was Chuck Berry asking her to open her mouth and then said smell my car drink before getting that prostitute in that was an Austin Power level of piss going on and that is Bud Light yeah Bud Light Bud Light then the website I found that on it's just other related videos that's not the only one there was another one where he was lying on a bed with his legs in the air sticking out and the lady was between his legs giving him um, some oral pleasure and then he just pushes her head down and farts in her face (laughs) he's a fart pervert Amazing, Chuck Berry. We all thought great rock and roll and all that, but no, he is a filthy fucking pervert. And we salute you. Rest, may he rest in, <laughs> may he rest in peace. May he rest in piss. Maybe rest in piss. So the road to war in the comic books is about I don't know, six to well, nine don't... issues, which leads in to an epic. Epic storyline. So when I said wait till Negan turns up, wait till Negan turns up, and Negan turns up, and the shit goes down, and then we have this little break where we have about six, seven issues, which leads this thing called All Out War, which then goes on for a couple of years in the comics, which is fucking brilliant. And this season started, and I thought, oh, here we go. Brilliant. Well, we'll be halfway through, and the season finale, we'll probably have done the war, because we can go through it quite quickly, because, you know, it's a visual thing where rather than, you know, what well, comics are a visual thing, but you can speed a lot of the process up. Instead, we get how many episodes was it? Eighteen. Um, it's no, it's uh, thirteen episodes now. No, no, no. This season was like seventeen, eighteen. But we finished. No, it wasn't that much. Uh, and um, it was just character arc, 16, character sorry, episodes, character this, character that. I know that some people who read the comics or you know don't necessarily have a knowledge of the comics, but it just went on forever, and there was no fucking reason to do it apart from the fact of saying. We're going to hold this back. We're going to tease it, tease it, tease it, tease it, so that we can do a season finale into season season eight, season fucking eight of The Walking Dead. And I, I've just got to the point now where I just think, just just do ten episodes of the best shit you've ever done. I mean, look, think season one of The Walking Dead. How many episodes was it? Six. Six. And it was fucking brilliant. 
Oh, and then they went, and then season two, it went to absolute shit because they drew it out because they thought, hang on a minute, we've got a bit of a cash cow coming here. And they took, they did what they've done with season seven. They just took forever to get to the point in the comics where it gets really good. Then we had a really good season three. I would have thought with the governor, Rise of the Governor, everything like that. Brilliant. They played that perfectly. Season four, and then it just, ah, uh, it's just got into the sloop. And, you know, they said a lot, the violence of the first episode, which was true of the comics, has put a lot of people off. And so many people got to this season, which, you know what? I don't really care anymore. What's the point? Mm. And I, I, I give it about another two years, and I think they'll finish it. I, I think they might get to season 10, and they'll drop it. There is no way that show is going to last if they plod it out like they've done. If they just jizzed in your face on a weekly basis, like the comic does in many respects then that would be great. Because I don't even know how people are going to... Okay, spoiler alert to everyone, just in case you don't know, that well, the comics can be different to the TV show. We end the war and we time jump. We time jump about three or four years into the future where pretty much things are back established and we're back into like a mini industrial revolution as such with like everyone reanimating technology and a new threat poses, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, sorry, let's get back to the TV thing. It's just, you don't need... 16 episodes of a show to get that story over. You could have done that in six and it wouldn't have been any problem whatsoever and it would all have had all the beats and all the tone. Because we know the characters. They've been there for fucking years. We know the characters. We like them. It's like a soap opera. We don't need these long, boring... I mean, you know, like for me in the final episode, I know you lot, I was like, I knew she was fucking going to die because she's the new captain of the Starship fucking Enterprise. So it was like, well, she can't do both, can she? And she's been doing that. So it's pretty obvious she's going to fucking die at the end of the season. Anyway, rent over. I just think sometimes TV shows should be a bit shorter. Or American TV shows should perhaps follow the UK idea mm. of less is more. Sorry, my rant. I completely forgot what I was going to say about The Walking we've Dead all, now. We've all a little rant. Did you, like, did you like this season of The Walking Dead or not? Right. This season of The Walking Dead. Uh, did you start it at all? No, I I tapped out season. I want to say season four. Yeah, the first season that's really really good. Second season where they were stuck on the farm, and that lost it way a bit. They were and there the for third, four issues in the comic. The third season was with the governor and in that town, and then I think the fourth season it all kicked off at the end, and then they all sort of separated. And I think you had oh. Rick was getting. It was like yeah. ailed up, and his son was going to get supplies. And basically, I just got bored. I, I just got bored. I was like, "All you're going to do is just keep pulling apart, coming back together." And I just got bored. And I also got bored of the constant misery. It's like, what are these people living for? I don't quite understand. Mm. There's no light. It's there's the just no. But there's just no. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. But then over eight fucking seasons, I want a little bit of levity. I want a little bit of a. Hey, there's a win, even if it's only for a couple of episodes, and that's why All right. I this, just tapped out okay. with it. Well, um, the way the final uh, season before finished was with the uh, internet crashing cliffhanger of uh, Negan and the yeah. baseball bat. Yeah, I've read about um, that. Yeah. And then people we hated cut, we that cut. it ended like that, though. Didn't people they? hated it ended like that, but it just stopped, didn't it? You know, so it was about ready to. Yeah, but. It was just frustrating, but it's a brilliant way to end it. I thought 
You know? everyone guessing um, and speculating. Yeah, but then that's what you want. If you're going to have a big gap, yeah. then yeah, you're going to want to be eager to see. You want people talking and about so, it. Yeah, and yeah, wait yeah. and see what happens. Um, yeah. When you come back, yeah, it started off on that high. It was a tense episode. I really liked the episode. I think a lot of people didn't like the first episode. Didn't like the violence. Um, but I, I, I liked it. And they showed probably similar to Game of Thrones and 24 is that no one is invincible. And so you can take a, a favourite character like Glenn and say, see you later, man, you're off. And just Abraham was the first one. And that was just kind of like the Swear red herring. Thrust comic yeah, no, no, but, but, but it was the red herring for you. He's like, mm. oh, okay, Abraham, not too fast. And then Glenn is like, oh, fuck, they're taking him out. But anyway, mm. very similar to Iron Fist. It wasn't until I got to the end of the season. I was just like, you've just fucking hoodwinked me. I think the difference being, and I think we talked about this before, of how you view TV shows. Because it's an episode a week, it's just an hour a week. Yeah. So you can sit through a filler episode an hour a week. You couldn't binge watch that. You would have tapped out. Yeah. You know, after a while, you're like, it's going nowhere. Because I'm holding on for the, the one good thing about it at the moment is Negan. Negan's brilliant in it. When he turns up, just him sitting down chatting with Carl on the, on the porch... Great scenes, but they're trying to do this character building stuff so that the deaths mean more, I think. Um, mm. And these guys have been together long enough and you've had enough character building with them and you they're doing it again. It. You uh, don't it need just, it. You don't need it. It did feel a lot like filler, but you just, I just didn't, each week we'd text and just say, oh, it's just another, another filler happened. episode. Yeah. But <laughs> another then, filler never, episode. Because it's just an hour of your day, you just didn't really... Notice, and then next week, and the next week, next mm-hmm. week, but it's, and then they're including um, these other groups of people that you just don't give a fuck about. That the scrapyard people, that the group, the village of women, it's detracting from. It just is like getting a really crap hand job where they're not going to finish you off, but they just keep taking you to the point. So one, one quick stupid question: mm. Where are the zombies? They're still there. They're there. No, I think, I think it doesn't seem to be no, any part of the story. Zombies now, are just lying. used as um, all right. We're going to walk from here to there. Let's walk through the forest. Oh, well, the here comes a zombie. Up. We'll just kill a couple quickly. That's it. They're only used um, really for village folk or people that you don't really know Red who jets. are still kind of uh, green around the gills about this sort of stuff. And it's even though this is eight seasons in, yeah, they're still green about this. There's still villages that have been so. Enclosed that they haven't really encountered any zombies. You've got Xander Berkeley's character, who's just the biggest pussy in the world. The, uh, another we, we are about, about it should be in the comic, comic wise, we should be about four or five years in now to, to all the shit that's But going they have down. said, and, and there has been talk that there it is possible that next season will be a jump forward. He said that the first, the, the, the season runner said the first four episodes will string out the but then I, you know, you hated it. I quite liked the final episode of the season. Oh, no. They swerved me ever so slightly because I went, oh, we're going the comic route. No, we're not going the comic route. And then it was all too fucking obvious what happened. Here we go. Everyone's had a chance to rant tonight. It's Wyatt's turn. No, Here I'm we not go. Gonna, no, no, I'm not going to get angry. Already ranted. I've ranted again. enough, I think. But that final episode, um, they just, it just ended, uh, we'll have a shootout. Um, now, is King Ezekiel... This guy has got a tiger on a chain. You've probably seen photos of it. This is one clever fucking tiger. You've got Negan's bad guys. You've got uh, Carl and Rick on the floor. About to fucking have 
their heads bashed in. You've got loads of uh, Rick's group. You've got people everywhere. And this tiger knows the difference between the good guys and the bad guys. And no, and they're in a big open area. And it is just one of those kind of, just as it's about to swing, the tiger jumps up and kills one of his guys. No, not one single fucker noticed a great fucking tiger just in the corner, <laughs> just going, that one, I'll have you. And fucking King Ezekiel going, yeah, if you go and get him, then him. Don't get those two guys on the floor. It's a fucking, you can't control a fucking tiger. And then it just turned into cheesy moments where that happened and then backup turned up from one corner, backup turned up from another corner oh, with guns. And it's the, it was a bunch of stormtroopers shooting at each other because I don't remember many fucking people getting shot. Hit, and there's like 100 AK-47s going off in all fucking different directions. No one's getting fucking shot. It was an shot. episode of the A-Team. And then, yeah, it was literally just fucking BA, <laughs> turned, <laughs> BA turned up, threw someone into a stack of cardboard boxes. Um, and it's all kicking off. No one's getting shot. Negan's even got time to stand there for a bit and just kind of smile to himself, going, oh, yeah, bit of chaos. <laughs> Shoot him! No one thinks to take out Negan when they have the chance. They're standing right fucking next to the cunt half the time. Kill him. If it's that much to you that he's taking out all your people, why are you so worried about your one life against the rest of the others? Just fucking take him out. See, at that point, I thought, that I, I thought oh, fuck, they're going to jump. They're going to completely cut out all that war. Because it made more sense in terms of that was pre- that story development. But I think that show will not last beyond season 10. That show will, oh, it not, will. Last. Unfortunately, it will because not last. Unfortunately, it's fucking huge. It will not last. No, it, no the it's viewership a... is dropping in uh, Not uh, Nowhere near enough for it to be in trouble yet. You've got WalkerCon, which is a massive convention with basically Walking Dead fans. Yeah, you've got the, the, the I thought you hated stuff. shit about walking. Walking? Don't get me started <laughs> on fucking Lord of the Rings. Anyway. It sounds just the same. Anyhow. Like, as you say, 16 episodes of The Walking Dead, unless they're going to fill it each episode with good content and yeah just probably take it back season. to first season of six episodes six a season ten episodes be, max is good enough for me I'd, I'd say it all depends on the, it all depends. no but look at Legion Legion was seven Legion was fine yeah, eight I, was and eight? That, yeah and that okay maybe okay you, maybe I, well Legion was short enough for me I thought if it got on a bit longer I don't know how much I would have been able to handle it but that's another story for another day So, other things I've seen on the internet this week, there's uh, been a rumour flying around that might upset Ben. Oh, no. Yes. Um, I can upset you in one word. Apple. Yes. Yeah. I'm so, um, pen. <laughs> Pineapple <laughs> pen. There's been uh, financial specialists that have been talking this week about a possible buyout. Um, Apple are poised to buy out Disney. For $237 billion. Brilliant. Great. Why? Because they want to um, corner the on-demand kind of style market and obviously entertainment and branch out that way. So, for argument's sake, if they were to purchase Disney, they could then go to all the streaming services and say, all of your Marvel and uh, Disney content that you have, no, we're, we're taking that. So take that off Netflix. We're having that back and we're going to set up our own. Um, that will get stopped by the Monopoly well, no, uh, Disney can be. Disney don't really have a choice, do they? They, they on the public market, they can be bought out. No, fair. but but there are measures in place to stop people owning an outright. They can have Iron Fist. They can take that. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Apple are going to own Mickey Mouse, Star Wars, Marvel, the Muppets, the Muppets, Pixar. Oh, Apple can fuck off. Have a fan. They'll, really just, they'll, they'll just wreck it. it and make you go and pay 
double the price than what you used to pay. Double to the price, and, and you'll need to update well, it every five weeks. And if you can, haven't watched it in four years, then yeah. um, and it sometimes won't work. the update will make it unwatchable. Yeah. But other than that, it's great, brilliant. So, like, well, Pete was saying earlier that the price to go to Disneyland now is like eight thousand. You won't have four K anymore because Apple don't do four K, Wyatt. And you'll need flash. Apple do nearly HD. Well, that's only if I want to watch Disney and Marvel and Star Wars. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> well, I like the Muppets. Pixar's not bad either. They won't do that. Won't they? Well, Donald Trump's in president, isn't he? So, fucking anything can happen. Uh, that, by the time that has been well, agreed... If he's, he's going to release a missile... He'll, he'll have blown up everyone anyway. Well, you know, yeah, he's, he's quite he, timely. He, it was nice of him to bomb Syria, to tell Syria to stop bombing Syria. That was really good of him. Stop bombing everyone! We're going to release the biggest fucking bomb bar a nuke that we can drop... Just to warn you to stop bombing everyone, you bastards. And he's been in power for, what, three months? <laughs> Brilliant. If you, it's only serious, though. Like, people at the moment make loads of jokes about this shit, but I don't think, like... God, I set up the youth of today argument again. Don't kind of understand the consequences of some of this, like, shit that's going on. No. And partake it as seeing as, as a bit of banter between nations. And it's like... It's not banter. Do you fucking realise that we are that close to being everyone fucking dying? mm Today, my daughter's playing like a Fallout 4 mod on um, Minecraft. What's Fallout, Dad? And I went, you don't ever want to know what Fallout is. And she's like, no, really, what it is? And I was like, well, say someone drops a massive bomb and you don't die in it on the first time, you're going to die doubly horribly by the Fallout from it. I think I'd rather die in the bomb, Dad. I was like, yeah, me too. Mm. But it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to take it on a serious tone, but it's like, just like someone said, so, so we're in Photoshop of like Lad's Bible today. We're going, Kim Il Yong ready to take on USA away with his army with Stone Island on. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was quite funny, but it's like, it, it's seriously like, oh, fucking hell. The problem, problem with that is, is fucking, if he does that, then uh, China are going to get involved and all shit's going to break loose, isn't it? Yep. Fuck that. So, unhappy, cubby, jappy, jappies. On the light note that you brought in, <laughs> say on a light note, <laughs> the cockroaches will find this podcast. To be honest, I was talking about Chuck Berry farting in people's mouths, and now we've got to Donald Trump bombing everyone. <laughs> on, on a light note, we're all gonna die. Well, that's inevitable, but I'd really like to not go out like a generic I'd rather, in go, I'd rather go. I'd rather go out. Yeah, I'd rather go later rather than sooner. Yeah, I don't want to go out like a Doris and. Chuck Berry's bathtub. I was talking with Mark uh, earlier uh, this afternoon. We were talking about um, because sometimes it's uh, it's better rather go. Oh, I love this and I love whatever um, to talk about things that uh, you kind of really like but you can't really justify. And I was talking about songs because obviously we're talking about movies and things like that. Pleasures, yeah, guilty pleasures. If there's a song that you have that you kind of know is terrible. Yep. And you know got it, it's actually awful. I know it. And you kind of know objectively you should hate it, but maybe it just connects to a period in your life. No, it connects to my life all the time. And uh, so then you, you you can't justify it as a standalone thing, but it's, it's, it's a song that you love, but you really shouldn't. You mean like uh, Aqua, Barbie Girl? No, I've got my song. Oh, you I like know how awful it is. No, I don't. <laughs> but I was just saying it. No, All right, well, Deep Rose has got one. Yeah. I I, I, yeah. I'm sticking with my favourite Christmas singer. You know, that Canadian dude. Cliff Richard. No, he's... 
Oh, he's yeah. a Canadian. Shh. Justin Bieber. We're not asking no. about the guy who killed, killed no, you, no, Jill no. Dambo. Bobby George. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever heard, I just haven't met you yet. And I was in a relationship at the time, but that song, oh, I Bublé. liked it. Yeah, no, I loved it. Bublé. Just oh, haven't Mickey met you Bubbles. yet. I love that it's song. It's not bad, though. I love that song. And it's awful. No, I suppose it could be a guilty pleasure for him because he's not um, a 40-year-old housewife. That's what... I'm like, just a 40-year-old... Houseman, man. <laughs> <laughs> your own houseman. No, but and I, I love that, the movie. No, I love that song when it first came out. It was just, it was just. It, I just felt it Miguel was very melodic and very uplifting and very nice. I don't. Think I don't know why houseman, but houseman just made houseman. me think of. Um, have you Come. seen the latest Goldbergs episode? No. Where um, no, I'm only on they go and see uh, the '89 Batman comes out. It's the Kevin Smith directed episode. Oh, fantastic! And they go and see that, but um, Granddad. Just calls him Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I am Batman. It's like, it's not Batman. It's Batman. Like the joke in Friends. Yeah, like, yeah. It's okay. not like Phil Spider-Man. Yes. Okay. Spider-Man. So, so, I'm Batman. So, so the boobs, the boobs, just haven't met you, that's mine. What's yours? I don't I don't think I have a song. Uh, Cliff Richard, why the sound? I hate Cliff Richard. <laughs> Any Cliff Richard is awful. No, why the sound? No. Don't let fancy you say that. He would just treat it and add it into his conspiracy theory. Mm. Um, but Pete, I don't know if that's a guilty pleasure. Pete, go on. But I don't know. Do you want to mention them when we were talking about earlier? Because no one will know no it. No one will know it. So it's probably we'd, wasted. We'd, we'd have to queue it up. But yeah. uh, No, that's never happening again. <laughs> that happened this afternoon between the two of us in our own company. And we're never sharing that. With Sylvester and no. Tweety Cat. <laughs> Did you get cold? Were you needing your body heat for warmth and had to strip? <laughs> So I, 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 I don't have a song that's a guilty pleasure. I have a movie that's a guilty pleasure. I know it's terrible and yet I love it, but I don't have a song. Um, I think we've touched probably, on this before in earlier episodes of yeah. um, like guilty pleasure movies because I think yeah. like we we won't touch them because no. it could go on for ages. But music-wise, I don't really know of a guilty pleasure song. No, if it's shit, I, I don't do. like it. If it's good, I like it. That's the no, end of it. Right, that you should power, like. Get partners in crime. Is that oh, guilty pleasure? Yes, because yeah. it's All right, then pretty that's my guilty pleasure Because I fucking love that. Know every yeah. word, and I'm not ashamed of it. And everyone hates uh, Nickelback. I like Nickelback. So what? It's just wrong with that. The majority of Nickelback. Everyone has to do. That's not like Nickelback for Brexit. The majority of Nickelback is awful. They've got a couple of half decent songs. Brexiters. I used to hate it. There's a TV advert when the last Nickelback album came out, and it was a there was a TV advert for a rock album, and and the guy on the TV advert, no word of a lie, said the premier rock band in the world, and I just went, I'm tapping out here, mate. You (laughs) fucking cunts! How dare you call them the best rock band in the world? They really not. (laughs) Okay, okay. but then apparently live as as a band to watch live, apparently they're. Brilliant. Uh, no, great. I'm, I'm so happy that you think <laughs> Chad, that, Kroger, Chad, Chad Kroger from Nickelback like is a very cop. clever man. Yeah. Chad Kroger is a paedophile who bangs the, the young girl. But he's also very clever because he, he scours the land for bands that sound like <laughs> little girls. He scours the land for little girls and for bands that sound like... And to make it so complicated. That's like, yeah. he's not making it... No, no, Chad Kroger is a... 
He's not Ian Watkins. Would just like to say that. He's um, more of an Ian Huntley. This is not making the <laughs> podcast. He, he's clever. He'll scour the land for bands that sound like Nickelback. And there was one called Fear of a Dead Man, and they were identical sounding. So he's like, oh, do you know what? Sign, we'll sign them to our record does, label. Does he drive around with, <laughs> with a fucking ear horn in his car? <laughs> they sound remotely shit. I'm going to sign those fuckers oh, up oh, and okay. use their songs. No, he's just thought of another one. Phil Collins against all odds. No, I'm no. sorry, no, Phil Collins is no. not his <laughs> studio. Phil Collins is of his time, but he's not shit. Oh, hold on, does that... So, do the, do the band have to be shit? No, I just No, just the song. I think it has to be awful. Just kind of that you just... You, you, you like it, but you're like... If it's objectively it's was like, played to me it's for like the first Chris time now, Iron I don't Fist. like it. I, it's like me liking what? Like you like the Iron Fist. It has to be like that. I you, feel like I have loads. Awful, it's like, but you uh, like it. Palmer. Oh, seriously, didn't think it was that Chris, bad. But anyway, let's not go revisit Chris, it. Chris, um, Transformers the movie soundtrack. Oh my God. But that, but that that's <laughs> awesome. I'm clean with that. They're fucking, they're both me no, clean. No, no, no. You've got the touch, <laughs> Stan Bush. You've got the power. You've ignored the sat-nav and you've taken the wrong turn off. Yeah, dude. That's, <laughs> like, that's like in Lost Boys, the, the sex guy. <laughs> I still believe. Naked sex guy. <laughs> he wasn't naked. He had pants on. Fucking topless though, wasn't he? Top yeah, us along here. He was like a buff KG. <laughs> we, we, we could go on and switch that. Okay, well, switch it up as a stupid question. Um, what was the worst first date you've ever had? Oh, um, um, I'm not very good at first dates. I haven't had many. I'm, 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 they all worked me out neither. okay. They have been like, oh, no, bad. Um, I've had one first date that worked out all right, because... Yeah? No, no. Come, look, stop being proud. Oh, You've all got. You've all oh, got. Well the others. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm generally. My, mine was great. Um, I met this uh, PA to uh, this publicist person in London, and I was a bit like, oh, I'm not so sure. She's slightly ever so trendy, and a little bit slightly at my leg. But you know, let's just go with it and see how we get on. So we had a couple of drinks and everything like that, and I thought it was fine. And then after three, she goes. Actually, I need to give you a bit of appraisal on your performance so far. You had an appraisal? I had an appraisal. Oh, fantastic. Midday. On midday. Oh. On how I've been going. And apparently... Oh, I, t- I thought I tapped out for a second. I thought we'd... I honestly thought I'd just tapped out for five minutes and come back to some sort of job interview thing. No, yeah. No, no. Pra- so I got... She so, had a clipboard. So this girl gave me an appraisal uh, of how she thought I'd done through the first and part you, of the day. And you willingly sat I, there and said, I'll listen to this. Well, actually, I thought, you know... I'll, I'll take I might, a few notes. I might be able to... But apparently, the point one, one, one of the one of the phone calls to your next date. One of the critical feedbacks I had, which was fantastic, which was um, slightly too overpassionate about things he liked, bordering on effeminate. Which I was like, and it, you know, you sat there and you're going, I don't actually know if this is fucking happening to me or not. Being the polite chap that I'm, I was like, okay, right, okay, well, well, fine. Let's. Uh, part of you goes, well, I'm gonna fucking prove you wrong. <laughs> At what point did you break out into your cunt song? So no. So anyway, so carry on for a couple more drinks. By this point, I'm realising, no, 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 no. Look, doesn't really matter how fit she is or not. You, you really need to get out of here. So I then slightly. Of course, she got. She was getting more drunk as the, as the day had gone on. So I politely said, right, okay, right. Thanks very much. Um, lovely to meet you. I'll, I'll see you later. To which point, as I walked out of the bar, and I remember it specifically being the hole in the wall, to which she came out screaming about how awful I was and how this and that was going on, that was going on. And I was like, right, we need to keep going. So I like blundered onto the high street, to which point I'm thinking, how the fuck am I going to get rid of this girl? 
And at this point, she starts to cry and says, please, can I take her back to mine so she can have sex with me? Which, at this point, I'm like, I really don't want to do it. She was begging you for sex. So I then uh, put her in a taxi and I ran away. What is it with you? You have... Girl, a girl begging you for sex. You have a girl that leaves a BB-8 toy. She's giving me a house. fucking appraisal <laughs> of how I performed the day off, my friend. And then it's like, please take me back to yours for sex. And then you have another girl that leaves a BB-8 toy around your house. Yeah. Just so she's got an excuse to come round. Yeah, we all got rid of that. Yeah. Um, we always had the one where with the waitress who's like, I was like, oh, waitress, great. And she lives in a fucking mansion where I went to go for the toilet in the middle of the night and got fucking lost <laughs> coming back. Um, there's also like the one where you thought she was really nice talking to her and then she turned up and she was like fucking the Amazonian China from WWE. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, I'm like half the size of you. How can this be? Um, there's, there's countless mothers and I'm sure there'll be countless. Well, actually, probably won't be countless more. Have you ever had, had a gale ask you to a gale? come back? A gale? a gale? Have you ever had a gale from Coronation Street? <laughs> yes. Uh, have you ever had a strong wind ask you to... Uh... <laughs> have you ever had a gale ask you to come back with her and her boyfriend? Have yeah. you? Yes. No, I know he has. That's what I was asking. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. No, I know. <laughs> you have. No, I don't like that. Yes, absolutely. Shit. I've literally had and it hardly any fun. actual proper dates. Most of my yeah. relationships just started from. Don't know You've how. You've had that shit oh. after you before. Don't oh, fucking no. know. Hang on. Yeah, my, my, first, my first date with my actual wife now. I was Proper day, I think. No, no, no. no. <laughs> first, time, first time I met her... I like you say actual wife as opposed to your <laughs> fake wife. wife. I have pseudo wives. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, the first time I met her, I'd just given up... I'd literally given up smoking the day before, so was chewing gum. And my line, some shitty line was, uh, uh, I'm going to give up my last bit of gum to kiss you now. How that worked, I do not know. But you that's almost, my actual that's almost as bad as Andy McDowell. Yeah, I know. Is it raining? Is it raining? I hadn't noticed. But um, my first actual date with her, I took her to Quilters because I just knew they did at the time. They did some. I probably fucking served you two yeah. for one. Pound. No, you didn't. But they they actually had some half probably decent did. food probably at did. the time. <laughs> but I'd taken her for a meal. We were sat there eating, and all of a sudden. Bang! Loud music comes on. On goes the football. (laughs) (laughs) And out of the huge screen lights up next to us. I went, I had no idea there was football tonight. But by the way, Tottenham's playing. Do you mind sitting here watching? (laughs) Exactly. No, if it was Tottenham, there may have been issues. (laughs) It was. So did you legally show the football on a Saturday afternoon? I had, actually, now I remember it. I can't even really call it a date. Um, This is when we were working at the Playhouse and. You said it was a date. We were at the Hippodrome. And. You just weren't tender enough. <laughs> and I met this girl at the Hippodrome, as it was at the time, and we'd sort of done... And again, this is where I got screwed. Nightclub stopped doing the last dance bit, so you were kind of like, you'd have a few, and you'd go like, do you want to dance? Did you ever do a last dance in the nightclub then? Yeah, yeah, man. Ten to two. No. Oh, fucking hell. We were... No, Veter- I never did. We yeah. were veterans at yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Ladies' Night, yeah. Chicago. We're the Minute Kings over yeah. 40s. No, 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 no. Chicago's nightclub. Yeah. We'd be in there yeah. and we'd just sit at the bar for Wait. fucking hours. And, and like, like, last, last dance. dance. <laughs> 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 Roll up. Who needs a prop? You're going to dance. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll yeah. dance. Brilliant. Do you want a kiss? No. All right. No, okay, I'll see you later. Do you want to do something tomorrow? No. No. All right. 
So, well, fuck you then. I met I this girl, you know. and she was, she was a little bit older than me, but not by much, but for some reason she seemed to have a real problem with this. And so I managed to get a number and a phone her. I can't remember her name now. And we were like, should we Let's meet call her John, 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 John Thomas. Yeah, no, no. Should we meet up? It was not Death Bilson before you even asked. Was it John? Yeah, no. John. John <laughs> Thomas. Yeah, Frank. And, uh, so I was dancing with Frank. Probably an apple. Yeah. So anyway, she was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, we'll, we'll meet up and, and, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll go for a date. So, so she said, oh, yeah, um, we'll meet, I'll meet you in the playhouse. I was like, um, that's where I work. She went, yes. I was like, well, that's where everyone I know knows we won't have much time to assist. No, no, that's fine. So anyway, she turns up and then all of her mates... About eight or nine mates turn up, and it's supposed what? to be a first Great date. Day. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh crap, <laughs> this is no good." So she obviously felt sorry for me or something, and she'd want to laugh me off, but she blatantly wasn't interested. No. So her eight or nine mates turned up, most of which were blokes, who were older than me, better looking, <laughs> and basically a better bet. And I was like, "Oh hell!" So I just kind of sat and chatted to them for most of the evening. And then... And she'd gone, but she'd pulled some of No, she's still there. And then sort of by the end of the evening, I was like, okay. And we were talking outside and I was like, yeah, that was a bit weird. She goes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, um, yeah, um, yeah, no, no, I, I had a good time. And <laughs> literally went, um, so do you want to meet up again? And she just went, no, 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 not really. <laughs> and uh, she goes, we're about to go off elsewhere and we're going to go here. I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to go back in playhouse and then wait for everyone to finish work and then get drunk. And she went... Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> hey, hey, wouldn't you rather? Do, wouldn't you rather someone just said to you? What you said? Would you rather? But wouldn't you rather just someone just goes, "No, I'm not interested. Fuck off, latest." Yeah. Or would you rather fuck your mum? <laughs> well, I'd rather be told by a girl occasion story of my life. Um, I'd be told, "Oh, you're such a lovely person." Or, oh, you know, off. I'd really like to stay friends with you and talk. I could talk to you forever, but you don't want me to stick my penis in you. And then, oh, fuck off, then. Do you know, it's just stupid. Shallow Chris. <laughs> I am shallow. No, I'm not. Well, I'm not. I'm just like taking it down to like, if I take that to my favourite film. Yeah, I, I think what it is, is I would genuinely like to meet. Rogue really, One? No, not Rogue. Hey, it is Rogue <laughs> One with this favourite film. What, where I get blown up at the end? Yeah. <laughs> and someone comes and shots everything up. No. I like any movie where I get blown at the end. <laughs> well, I'd love to get blown at the end, but you know, that's yeah. it. No, I'm just, I don't know. I think these days, as the older I get, I just generally like to meet someone who I got on really well with. That I'm dancing at the same and time. Then and, lo- I, I, and they get lost in their bush. No, no, no. But, you know, like I joke, what is your favourite film? Hunt for the World of Him? Yeah, no. Lost in the Bush. No, but it's just like, I don't know. It's no? just the case of that I tend to find now that it's like those that would fit into your demographic as you get older, like a few and far between. And they get even fewer and far between the older you get. And it's kind of like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, and you get, sorry, I'm rambling away. We, this is not going in the podcast, this is my therapy. And now, boys and girls, it's time for... Tom Bowler, motherfucker! Okay. Should Quantum Leap be rebooted? Yes. Oh, I really think it would be great to bring Quantum Leap back into everybody's lives. Um... I love that show so much, but I don't know. Would they? It already I, has I'm been, hasn't it? With Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> kind of. 
I'm slightly scared they'd mess it up. No, it I th- I th- as, as long as it was done well, I'd be happy yeah. to see it come back who again. Who would you have as the... Sam. Yeah, who would you have as Bowman? All right, let's, let's not go for the obvious and say, okay, we'll go for an unknown. No, 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 no I'm talking about, about, right, TV actors or... Do you know who I'd pick? Only because we were talking about him earlier, I might change my mind later. Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, Ryan Reynolds? No, it's too big. No. He, couldn't, no. he, wouldn't, think, he wouldn't do it, would he? I think Ryan Reynolds... Forte is the quips and stuff like that, which All is right. not Sam Beckett. You've got to have a guy with who plays it straight because really the comedy element comes from Al. Yeah. So that could be Samuel Jackson if you wanted. <laughs> yes. uh, he, he could turn up as Al. Are you um, talking a film reboot then rather than... No, no, no. Let's say a Netflix TV yeah. show. So they've got the clout to pull um, in, pull in an actor. You're gonna, not too young because he's got to be a like, well-renowned... Do you know, I wouldn't mind. I think somebody who hasn't worked in a while, and I think Netflix has clapped them up. Somebody like Toby Maguire would make a would make a decent Sam. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Michael Fassbender. He's too big. He's not gonna. He'd make a great. Really? Sam. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, Fassbender would be awesome. Um, but then Fassbender would be awesome. In anything. They've got to be able to do a spinning Maybe. axe kick. Because that was Sam's like yeah. back pocket trick of yes. just like if there's a if there's a fight, he just goes, What? And uses oh, well, his c- can we make I'll, a rule that can we make a fucking round? Could we make a rule that in future Michael Fassbender is not allowed as a choice because he'd Michael be brilliant Fassbender as anything. Yes. He'd even be brilliant as Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have you answered it? Hayden Christensen. How about that? No fucking way. I'd rather have Jake Lloyd. I think I'd be up for a reboot because yeah. going back and watching the show, it hasn't aged well. No. There are still some standout episodes. Um, like he meets he meets Buddy Holly. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, That's a great Buddy episode that was. His, his pet pig. He goes, oh, this is Piggy Sue. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you should probably call that Peggy Sue. And then... Sam Beckett has just created Buddy Holly's greatest mm. fucking hit. Chris Pine would be good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He, Chris Pine would be good. good. Good shout. That whole, because I could just, it was thinking of the Sam Beckett and where he's just like, oh boy. Mm. And I think. Oh, Pine he, would be Pine awesome would be very good, I think. But then, you know, Grant Gustin would fill that role quite well as well. Mm. Bit too young for me. Yes, for as, as it is at the moment. But, you know, mm. you're talking a few years down the line. All right, so who's going to play Al? I think Samuel Jackson might just be a bit overkill for that. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Hoff. <laughs> that, uh, the Hoff's too old, isn't he? And too crap. Um, yeah, he's, what sort of skill has he got other than other than the German up the Hoff, number one album? If you tell the Hoff to play it straight and not with Team Hammy, you look at the DVD. I'm curious, he's just looking for inspiration. Yeah, I know. It's hard, isn't it? Um, oh, do you know who'd be amazing as Al? Brad Pitt. Do you no. know what? Yeah, no, 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 no I know. Like, like yeah. when he does his southern style, that sort of guy. Uh, I think it'd be amazing. Who's the bloke who J. Jonah Jameson oh. in the Spider-Man films? And J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. He's yeah. a bit old though, isn't he? Mm. Does it, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But again, it's one of those. Alan Arkin. Good. Nathan Fillion. He'd be really oh, good. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's he like no homo, but he's an attractive man. He's got a good screen presence. He's, he's got a good. Uh, Firefly, Firefly Castle. Serenity, Castle, and he was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yes. Mm. Um, mm. Mm. Guardians of the Galaxy, Kurt Russell. Yes. Uh, but isn't he yeah. really old? He's like 70. I don't care. I love him. Bruce, Bruce Campbell. 
He would be good. He would be really good as Al. Yeah, he would have yes. This question relates to blockbusters, like cinema releases, mm-hmm. no other kinds of movies. Just want to stress that. Best movie boobs. Oh. And Everything. I'm going to go out and no. say, I know Monica, Monica Bellucci, Matrix. No. I know I've got mine. Well, I've got same one. then. Don't just keep it yourself. Trading Places, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's where I was going to go. motherfucking tits oh, in cinema. I, I thought ever. they were better in True Lies. No. Mm. Trading Places. They might have been in a bra, but... True Trade, lies. Trading Places, that's the one I was going to go for. Thank you very much, sorry. I won that. Yeah, no, I think Chris, won. Chris wins. Yeah. Well, it's not a wins. It's, it's a win. No, no, I think he just won. He yeah. just won. No. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, Trading Places, 982. Go check it out, kids. Or the, the, the bangers in... Um, the bangers. Commando were pretty good. <laughs> when he, when Arnie's fighting with Bill Duke in the in the motel. Under Siege, Erica and Lenny. Oh, Erica and Lenny. No, she had no, invited Nichols. No, no, no. At the boobs. time, it was like, yeah, titties in a cake. Yeah, because... I like watched Baywatch before Pamela Anderson was. I wonder, uh, I wonder what they look like. Oh, look! <laughs> they look like that. Total Hang recall. on, I'm never going to like three tits, three titties. I'm never going to like titty, titty, back. titty. I'm going to think back like three films, like you know, as you're a kid looking at tits in films as a as a young kid. What? But Jamie, I'm just always Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. It was the, it was the perfect nipple, the perfect. Uh, Symmetry between boobs. Breast, you know, lovely size. Handling, and I make myself sound really sexist and awful, but saying that. But my God, as a young boy, and yeah. But quite, to be to be fair, Jamie breasts of all shapes you. and sizes are marvelous. Women, we salute you. Most oh. quotable movie: Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Yeah, I agree with that, but then I, I, it's got some good ones. But I think Snatch for. Amount of quotes. I lean towards Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah, that's a really, really quotable movie. Mm-hmm. All yeah, Life with Brian. Or um, Coming to America for me and you, I reckon. Sorry, they're going to do a sequel, aren't they? Yeah, they? what? They're, let's not talk about shit ideas. <laughs> Good morning, is it? Is it <laughs> fuck you. What's this? You song? must be out of your goddamn mind. Rocky Marciano. Who was the greatest boxer ever lived? He better, he better than Cassius Clay? He better than Sugar Ray? He better than New Boy? Who's a new boy? New boy. Mike Tyson. Make him look like a bulldog. You ain't never met no Mike Tyson. Well, he knocked me, knocked the wind out of me, but yes, I did. <laughs> Start the con show. Hey, anyway, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Anyway. Yeah, no, that's not the most quotable movie ever. For you two, maybe. But good morning, Vietnam. That's got some brilliant stuff in it. Mm. No, I think the only thing you can really quote from that is good morning, Vietnam. Uh, and Boogaloo, oh, really? Boogaloo <laughs> to a puke. Every huh? Arnie movie Boogaloo from Boogaloo to a puke. Yeah. Every Arnie movie from like eighty four. Yeah, but then that's just that's just, there's one liners in it. I mean, like yeah, a movie loads, that's just full of, of snatch is just full of fucking Austin Powers. I used to get Austin Powers. Powers. Yeah, I always think it's old member more than Doctor that. Doctor like, stuff. Austin Powers and Wayne's yeah. World. Yes, yeah, Wayne's that would always be good if you're going to spew spew into. I don't know. I mean. There's, I like them teeny and toasty. With, with Monty Python and Holy Grail, obviously there's a stage show there now, and I went to watch it in London at the West End, and I think the entire audience who was there quoted line for line mm. with the actor. There, it was like the whole. I mean, That's on the Mercury Davidson, soon. Yeah, it is. But literally everyone oh. quoted. Every, so every night, Spam a lot. the majority of the audience mm. was there to just shout the lines back at the actors, so they'd never forget the line. But anyway, that. Mm. Take me guff. Where I'm low on fuel and you don't have a jacket. <laughs> hot fuzz as well. Top okay. gun. Hot, hot fuzz. Top mm. gun as well. I feel the need. Playing need with the speed. boys. Okay. Yeah. One more. Go on then.
That's just singing a song. I like singing. I, I know. I know. Do you know what? From listening <laughs> back on the podcast, I notice I always you sing. sing a and lot. I love this song on this podcast. Best movie death. Oh, I don't mean Lou Ferrigno. No <laughs> more. My name is Lou Ferrigno. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I would probably nominate a load from the Final Destination movies because they're ridiculous. Oh, there's, yeah, there's yeah. some good deaths in those. I don't, right. Okay, if I take, if I something like go back into my childhood, I always think Gene Hackman in the Poseidon Adventure is pretty much uh, one that always used like, to fall. Sorry, that's the first one that springs to my mind, like when the race dance, don't think about the Marshmallow Man and. The ones he's, I can't... Where he's like wheeling the hatch open and then like the explosion calls him and he fucking mm. dies right at the end. You're thinking he's like the main character of the whole film. Yeah. And then he dies just at the last hurdle. Melted Nazi and uh, Raiders. Yes. That's Raiders at the time, I was like, ooh. Yeah. No, that, those stick so, to me. That's like the Dixie film, isn't it? Where they just had a candle face it was done and they just like melted it over 10 hours and just sped it up. Yeah. But yeah, Belloc, all of them, top, all of them, they're deaths. Dick, dick in the ear and scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not, I'm not yeah. seen the film. Somebody died by having a penis put in their ear. Is it because they're talking? Dick in the ear. Brilliant. <laughs> For a glory hole. Just in the toilet door. Well, I was saying that the, uh, Drew Barrymore in Scream was a really good death just because mm, yeah. of, you weren't expecting it. Yeah. Then if you take that back, you can go to... You can go uh, John, John Hurt Alien as a cracking movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Is it Charlie yeah, Lee in Psycho? Psycho, yeah. 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 Um, oh, you've got John, Johnny Depp in... Not on Elm Street. Wow, fucking... Yeah. Nobody's ever heard of it. Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, Blood up into the ceiling. I think we've said it on an episode you've been on before, um, but uh, Gary Oldman in Leon. That is... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's right, yeah. Fucking brilliant. Um... You know, you can go for some that comedic effect or just some that you weren't expecting. Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson you did Lucy! <laughs> yes! That is... <laughs> and we're going to get off this bridge! <laughs> no, you're fucking not. You're dead, mate. An excuse for Peter to jump into Samuel L. Jackson. No, no, I deliberately didn't. I'm dead, motherfucker! Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow in Seven. Yep. You oh. don't see the death, but... No, no, no. no. the bat! <laughs> You were mentioning Samuel L. Jackson, though, and um, oh, what was the guy's name? I can't remember his name. But in Pulp Fiction, when John when John Travolta no, turns Marvin, around, Marvin, Marvin, Marvin. <laughs> to chat to him. motherfucker on brain detail, <laughs> he just blow his head off for no oh, reason. Oh man, I just shut Marvin and things. <laughs> uh, that was superb. I yeah. think that's probably my favourite movie. Death. I love that so that much. Is a, that is, yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, happy with that. All right, we talked about. Kind of this before of best movie soundtracks. Yeah. But best movie theme tune. Oh, Condor Man. You don't really get... <laughs> Condor Man! You don't really get a lot of these anymore. Obviously, Star Wars still does the theme tunes, but it's a theme that was riffed on from years ago. You're not allowed to use John Williams. Oh, no, man. because what if one of your favourite so, things yeah, is John Williams? but he just did so I, many I, You know what, that's, that's a fair shout. Like, because okay, no Jurassic Williams. Park, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Superman, Jurassic Park. going to be... Danny loads. Elfman, Batman was quite cool. That was a crazy... Danny Elfman, Batman. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah from Tim Burton's good. Batman. I am always going to lean towards Hans Zimmer. And I think uh, Inception, uh, is, Time... Does, does Is that classed as a theme tune, though? <clears throat> 
I really liked what he did with Gladiator. The main mm. theme that was used for that. Um, I, if you're going to go Hans Zimmer, then what are you going to do when you're not saving the world for, for Superman's flight oh, theme and you know everything? What? Yeah, that is going to be that, up there. That gets me yeah. roaring. I that love that. Flight, uh, both those songs. Um, but then are they classed as theme tunes? There, there, there isn't a theme for that of steel, it, is um, there? Norman, more Norman than, Monty. Is it Norman Monty? James Bond? Yeah. The original Doctor No. I think it was Norman Monty, was it? Yeah, Monty yeah because John... Monty Norman. Because John, John Norman Barry, John Barry did most of the music, but the theme was yes. actually the other guy, wasn't it? Because John Barry did the most of the Bond music. Yeah. Yeah, but it was... But it was actually... Monty Norman did the Bond theme. Well, it was theme. just... That was Dr. No. It was the intro to that, and then it just stuck. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go with James Bond. Yeah. I think. Tina Turner, Thunderdome. No. No. That's more a song rather than a... Theme tune. I mean, kind of like a score. And even if it tune. was a theme tune, no, no, no. She did better. No, she did Goldeneye. That was better. Yeah. Do you know what? Who would win in a fight between Tina Turner's Man Thunderdome <laughs> and Goldeneye? I'm gonna have to go with Goldeneye. Sorry, um, Tina Turner's thighs versus the killer in Goldeneye's. Is it Goldeneye's thighs? Famke Janssen's Famke character. Janssen. What a shit name. Yeah. But, you what know, her thighs versus Tina Turner thighs. Who's going to mm. win? Famke Janssen back in the day. Okay, so does anyone have better than James Bond? I don't like James Bond. It's not, what, the, oh, okay. That's not John Williams. It's not John Williams. Because John, John, John Williams is Bob. He's got Jaws and all sorts in there. So John Williams is the king of the theme Don. tunes. Godfather? Oh, that's a good bit of music. But, this but, but, it's maybe like, a bit just iconic, you know. Can you sing all of the... We did this before, didn't we? When we drunk all John Williams theme tunes. Oh, we yeah. Sing them Go all through them. Changing, you have like, to... Like, in, in a change between Star Wars, Jedi... Uh, Star Superman. Wars, Indiana Jones and Superman. It's so different. Robocop. Da, 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 da. What about... Da, 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 da. Yeah, what oh, about... Prince what about... Um, well, like Terminator. Terminator, that's what I was going to say. I prefer Predators. No, Terminator is a cracking bit of music. In fact, they all had the same because you look at um, (laughs) no Commando and um, Eddie Murphy. Forty eight hours, another forty eight hours. They had that same. What about um, Beverly Hills Cop? Oh yeah, Harold Faltermeyer. until the Crazy Frog ruined it. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, Crazy think Frog that's why won't win because every time I hear that song, I still hear ding ding. <laughs> and then Frog. Back to the Future theme. Oh, Back to the Future. For me, that that beats oh, James yeah, Bond. I don't, you know what? I think it's going to beat James Bond for me as well. Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, I think sexual. Good I shout, think, um, Yeah, Back to the Future wins. You can stay for a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always like that. I don't know why. Suddenly you say that, and it's like pings in my head. I was trying to think of Alien, and instead it's the Lord of the Rings that... I can't, I can't do it. Halloween and Exorcist are good bits of uh, things. I think Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. I think for something you put on your iPod then or your listening device, I think Back to the Future is always on there. Yeah. I wouldn't listen to... Is it? Um, yes. It's on mine and my movie themes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, um, yeah, I think Back to the Future takes the uh, pole position. Yeah. So we've reached the point of the evening where we've got to our big musical finale. 
And like Mary Poppins, we're going to fly the fuck out of here. So from me, Wyatt, is super Calla. Fragilistic. XBLE. Docious. Motherfucker! <laughs> you couldn't help yourself, could you? Just no! One I could not! Friday Night Beer Club Podcast. This could be the final ever Friday Night Beer Club. And afterwards, at this yes. rate, you're all going to be dead. It's just going to be me and Simo from now on. <laughs> but he hates you. He'll no, he cr- hates you. He'll cr- he yeah, hates he hates you. He, hates he, hates he didn't ignore me in a pub. He hates me. Didn't ignore me. No. Fuck you, Simo. Um, a rumour flying around. Which? A rumour? <laughs> What, no, Chuck, I'm pretty sure I Chuck said Berry, Chuck Berry's fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was going. That's it. I'm thank you, babe. <laughs> no, because that might not... No, it's going in, but say it might not be... Like, like, it's, pissing, like, like it's pissing her mouth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, what? Sorry. Uh, Go I'm on. Starting. No. So, <laughs> quiet. On the set, please. Yeah, shoot him! He's died. Like a tiger. No one thinks that he's died. No one that had so many. Op- Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so angry now. Let I'm me sorry, finish. I'm, I'm gonna get that fucking simo in a minute. <laughs> hey, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 16 of the Friday Night Beer Club <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so once again, we're. Uh, <laughs> It's present on all sides of the iniquities and the evil of white fluffing his fucking land. But which one was destroyed? <laughs> Martha? <laughs> That's more like Thomas. Thomas! <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do it. But anyway, we have no Simo. We miss him. Ben, not so much. But we've replaced him with Peter. I don't need to say Peter yet. Peter. Peter. Hey, Peter. Peter. Freaking sweet. <laughs> so it's come to the point of the night where we've reached our big musical crescendo. Uh, crescendo. Don't say crescendo. Don't say crescendo. Just say finale. That'd be easier. And like Mor- Morrissey? Like Morris dances. <laughs> Morrissey. Like Morris dances. <laughs> like Morrissey. I'm a prick. <laughs> I'm swinging a flower, bitch. <laughs> and like Mary Pop, oh. <laughs> and like Mary fucking Poppins, we're gonna pop our umbrella and fuck off out of here. No, oh, that's really aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm really angry. This podcast, <laughs> it's been five fucking hours for this shit. Peter, oh, so, sorry, Samuel is. Uh, is Pete in there somewhere, please? Five bloody hours. No, he done left the building. <laughs> Five hours. I'm a one-trick pony, and I fucking know it! Five motherfuckers. I'm Rick James, bitch! How are we going to explain this to his wife? Anyway, so thanks for the Lawrence Fishburne impressions. (laughs) (laughs) You racist prick. Red pill! You ain't got no choice! (laughs) Bye. See ya. Toodles. Don't even. You just sit the fuck back. Well, then we have to do the big fun of taxi. Let's just walk.